previously last week on Cacti, the heroes freed a demon from his imprisonment, learning of the location of the Bleeding Citadel. Making their way to the River Styx, they're led there by their newfound snow friend, uh, yep, uh, Balacros set about impeding the Rubble Sticks, embedding the Rumble Sticks in the banks of the uh, tributary leading to the River Styx. You all stand on this cliff that juts out over the river, uh, watching him go about his work, uh, setting these uh, kind of like dynamite sticky thingies into the cliff. Take your time, Frosty. Who has the highest intelligence? I think I do. I have wow. a 24. Check out the big brain on this guy, 24. Yeah, I'm maxed at 20. 24 is definitely higher. Mm -hmm. Listen, I've got a whopping 10. So like... Whoa. Yeah. Check out the brains on this guy. In the double digits, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I can't compete. So was that Kalen or uh, Clementine? Kalen has the 24. Kalen, you feel a presence reach out into your mind. It's like the clanking of the chain. It becomes louder, and you look over once again to the cage being lowered up out of the sea of green goo, and then... All of a sudden... Splash! It spills back down into the green goo, stays submerged for about a minute. Then it starts raising back up again. Um, hey, um, hey, how about a hand, man? Uh, hey, you can help a guy out. I've been stuck over here in this cage, uh, getting drowned out a little bit for a few um, years. Feels like years. Is he speaking into my mind or just directly into your brain? Telepathic. You can see that he's probably uh, a few hundred yards off where his cage is. Uh, his little contraption, his torture device is being repeatedly dunked. Well, friend, usually those being tortured in, in the Nine Hells have a reason to be tortured in the Nine Hells. <laughs> Dude, I'm, just, I'm telling you, Bell was being a huge asshole when he put me in here. He was just being a dick. You know what? He, he doesn't even really, I think he doesn't even remember why he put me in here. All right? I'm sure he's forgot about me. Come on, help me out. It's just, it, this happens to people. No one's going to notice if you let me out of here. Come on. What's the chain that's pulling him up and dropping him back down made out of? I can see that bar. Yeah, it just looks like normal wrought iron. 
Come on, buddy. I don't get out of day. Yeah, I'll be out. What are you doing? It's so important. Come on, you make a quick trip over here. You, you help me out. Come on, make it worth your while. I, I can teach you dark magics. I can make you uh, very powerful magics that I can teach you. No oh, shit. Well. So he's how far down the river? <laughs> oh god. Oh god, that cougar is really phlegmy at your throat. Uh, come on, I'm close enough. Uh, and you look and you see that he's, um, yeah, give it about uh, 200 feet away. It's literally uh, less than a minute away for you. To us, does it look like Kalen's just talking to themselves, or are they talking back in their mind as well? I think that's up to him. I would be talking back in my mind if at all possible. Yeah, give me a perception check if you want to see if you, your friend is uh, psychically communicating with the devil of my Might as well. Dark, powerful magics, I teach you. Oh, yes, you'll be so powerful. This is just really cool. Oh, God. Oh, okay. Um, Aslipius, you see uh, him mouthing uh, some stuff. Clementine, it just looks like your friend is um, is really focused, almost like they're meditating. Okay, I'm just gonna like fold my arms, look back at uh, Frosty, a uh, uh, demon friend, and just start tapping my foot since he's taken. He's taking his time. <laughs> Uh, so you're gonna ignore this guy? I'm gonna walk until I'm 60 feet away from him. Hey! 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 Hey, help me out, guy! Hey! You there, guy! Hey! Oh, shit. He drops like 500 feet down into this green sea ocean goo. Kind of like bubbles there. He's drawn back out, and when he's about 60 feet away from me, I'm gonna cast Knock to unlock his cage. All right, yeah, he gets uh, raised back up the cliff face. Uh, right at the last like 10%, you cast Knock, unlocking the door, and he leaps out to the like cliffside, right at the peak of the uh, the parabola there, at the top of its uh, zenith, and yeah, yeah, you you save him. Oh, god. oh my god, I gotta tell you how thankful I am. Jesus, so, oh my god, yeah, my undying gratitude. Thanks so much, guy. You promised to magic in return. Ah, yeah, 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 check this out, all right? And he picks up, like, some of the goo from uh, the machinery. It's like, looks like grease or some kind of, like, uh, manufactured, like, uh, cooked down version of whatever this goo is. He forms it into a small figure, like uh, think of Full Metal uh, Full Metal Alchemist, the uh, homunculi. All right. It slops. It like slurps over, and then you see like an eye open up. 
Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm servant. I'm, uh, yep, hello. Yep, this is some powerful magic. Yeah, yep, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, I really appreciate my freedom. Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, this is, yeah, is a, a lawful evil homunculus. Uh, you can uh, make it a green jelly. Yeah, you, you, you take some of the goo like this. Yeah, you shape it in your hands. Kind of like uh, squeeze it together. Yeah, like Play-Doh right there. You got it. Yeah, like this. And he kind of, there's like a moment where he puts his arms around yours and you guys shape the goo together like shaping clay. Mm. Is it a very sensual moment, perhaps with a ghost? Of a certain movie? <laughs> you guys make eye contact and somewhere in the background there's music playing oh it's so nice ah so romantic wait no hold on <laughs> i feel like i was married to this person um so yeah knock was the only way to get him out of there nice congratulations you freed him and he uh teaches you how to make that homunculus so you guys take an hour uh, molding the tiny humanoid shape and you yourself can make a homunculus yourself now. Cool. It'll say right about that time. You see Balacros like uh, take off his yellow engineering cap. He, he puts down his protractor. He's like, all right, uh, things are in place. We're ready to go ahead and get this uh, demolition started here. It took you long enough. Hey, all right, hey, hey, work quality. I don't work uh, quantity, all right? I'm a speedster. Uh, at least you're done now. Fire when ready. And just then, you guys see swooping down from the sky, uh, uh, nine spine devils. Oh, God. Nine spine devils. Oof. That's a, that's a lot of spine devils. Sure is. The sarcasm I hear from you guys? No, no. That's, that's what I thought. It better not be. Pretty significant number of nine spine devils. Nine sarcasm, Lucky. Nine. Only nine. There's awesome. There's a Slippius. I was wondering where that voice was. Ayo. I am. Yes, only nine. Only nine. Uh, spine devils is what you see coming for you at this moment, and there is no pit fiend yet. Well, that depends entirely what happens here. Do uh, you want a initiative roll? Yes, please, everyone, roll initiative. Oh, great. How do you have a decimal? That's the tiebreaker. Wow. Don't forget your advantage, Quincy. Didn't, I hit the advantage roll button and it didn't roll. Hmm. Oh. Oh, oh, yeah. It's like 17. Lucky that 21.18 was for Dolos. Got it. Alright, well, it looks like he's going first.
So yes, absolutely. Dolo sees himself and his newfound friends surrounded quickly by these spine devils flying in for some drive-by attacks, some uh, some hit-and-run style attacks. I know. What's he doing? Oh well, the same thing he always does. Mouse face. Yep. One moment. Let me get out the tokens. Okay, I gotta roll a lot of d20 here. I have the attacks for them, though. It's fine. Going from uh, left to right with two for each tiger. Understood. So uh, all those are going to hit except for the 12. I mean, they're not a disadvantage. All right. First set of 13 and a 23. 23. 13 miss. The 13 hits. The 23 hits. The 12 was the only one I thought that uh, would have missed. I thought you had four attacks. Am I misunderstanding? Uh, two for these. But they're like two for So, one moment. I'm so, for this one over here. It's 40 damage with 25 lightning. How much for the lightning? 25. Oh, okay. Yeah, you paste him. He gets shattered into ash. Awesome. Right. Lightning ash. Next set of attack is... What? 40 damage with... 26 being lightning. Got it. He's just barely still standing. I'm 48. 48? Okay, I'm having trouble catching uh, that last digit. All right, yeah, 48 kills him. I just heard All right. 40. All right, next set of us. 42 total damage on the last one over here. Okay. He With is just barely standing. <laughs> With uh, four being oh no, 18. 18. Got it. These guys got no resistances. Up, up, okay. Oh, fire and poison, but no, uh, oh, well, they got no, piercing. No. Uh, okay, he's got piercing resistances. Thank you. From all or like all the oh dear, oh no, Dolos is a mad weapon. Okay, I'm sorry. Of course he's a magical weapon, Lightning Tiger. Duh. Uh, duh. I'm sorry. That was dove me. <laughs> I am right, smooth brain tape. I apologize. That's Dulles' turn, though. 
God. Okay, Quincy. J Jesus. Uh, feel a little spicy here. Help cool me down. Jesus. All right. Are they like hovering above the ground or something? Uh, you see them. Yeah, they're trying to swipe in at your group. They're just staying up and above out of range. I'd say they're 10 feet away and then 10 feet up in the air. Hmm. There's about four of them within that range and then three more closing in. So they're 10 feet away from me is what you're saying. Uh, not a parabola. Parabola, manam. What do I look like? A parabola? Yes. 10 feet. 10 feet? All right. I'm going to rage and take form of the beast tail. There we go. Which has a range of 10 feet. Awesome. A large spiny tail erupts from near the, near his lower back. And I'm going to take... And I'm going to take a swipe at the one closest to me. Take two of them at him. Okay, give me some uh, swipe with the tail rolls. Is that the tail or is it? Yep. Either of those hit? Both hit. Both hit. Alright. And it's piercing damage, and I believe you said they had resistance to that, unless. They do, so I'll get six from that, and then four from that. Total of ten. Got him. And on the one closest to me, I'm going to be using my, um, what's it called? Um, Infectious Fury. So he's going to need to make a wisdom throw, the wisdom saving throw of 18. The DC is 18. 18? I don't think he's got that high of wisdom. Oh. <laughs> I know. Everyone feel bad for the DM. No. Please? Maybe. You get a little bit of sympathy. Oh, God. A little empathy for me. Oh, oh God. Uh, that would be a 8. Fail. Well, well, you see his bro right there next to him, right? Yes. Yeah, he's going to need to make an attack on him. Oh, that dirty son of a bitch. All right, it misses. Gets him right in the back. I'm going to say that's with advantage because you're flanking. Oh, a natural 20. That's a little higher. Fuck. <laughs> Killed his best friend. And, um, yeah, that's where I'm going to end that turn. Got it. Eight more damage from his buddy. Tears into his back. Ah, friendly fire. Fuck. All right, I'm going to roll up. Um, I forgot two of the spine devils of previous turn, so I'm going to take five of their attacks. They're going to swoop in. Oh boy. Uh, and, uh, realize I just moved too many people. Move him back. 
Right, she, uh, you guys see an arrow streak in from nowhere. Huh, that's weird. Does a 17 hit you, Clementine? Of course not. Doc shit. All right, yeah, you see a whiz, uh, an arrow whiz by your head. Then we're going to roll up. I'm some... too short. <laughs> <laughs> right over your head. You didn't even have to duck. Does my 25 passive perception allow me to see where it came from? Yes, you see floating just out in the middle of the river sticks, probably 20 feet up in the air, is an Aranus. Six. Round. Okay, Clementine, you got Thor. Uh, you got two swinging in on you. There's going to be a 25 and a 22 to hit. No. All right, then I'm going to assume those other ones miss uh, terribly. Uh, Kaylin, you got a 24 and a 25 coming in on you. Those both hit. I got that 26 AC. 26 AC is fat. Oh, man. Yep. I only have a 20. Uh, the Spine Devil successfully gets plus four, 37 uh, piercing damage into you, sir. Kalen, in the back. Aslipius, you're up. is needed to see the flying lady. I'll say at this point, especially with your ally being aware, uh, like giving you the nod in the Aranus' direction, you're able to see her. Be like high up. She's 20 feet in the air, and I believe she's about 30, 40 feet out. She's trying to stay out of range from you guys. Yeah, 60 feet, so call it 70 feet from you. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Oh, that's. I forgot about that. That's bad. No flying for you. Oh, that's really bad. Do I get a save on that, or she just goes down? Save. Oh no, I don't think she has that high of a strength. Oh, she's got plus four. She's just able to hold off and get uh, avoid being sucked down into the well of souls. Oh god. Thought. All right. Nineteen hits. Oh wait, All hold right, on. Sorry. Hold on. After AC, uh, 19 does not hit. Almost. And that's our turn. Say no to your firebolts. You take that cantrip, you go home. <laughs> no. <laughs> right, and then these two remaining. This one will get flanking. feel like this one wouldn't know that lightning tigers are not to be fucked with, so he'll take a swipe at the lightning tiger. How dare you. His folly. A uh, one and... Six, no. Okay, I think the 26 will hit. Uh, whoa. 
I'll say Quincy. Attacking me. Quincy, I got one attacking you and I, with a 26. I'm pretty sure the 16 is going to miss you, but does the 26 hit you? 26. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a, wait. Yeah, it hits me. Yeah, it's a little spine devil. It's just a tickle. I'm just giving you, just, uh, I'm letting you know I'm here. One oh, hit no. you plus two. It's 14 damage. Full 14 damage. Hey, hey, don't, don't make fun of my spine devils. I like them. They're my friends. Clementine. Alrighty then. Um, I think I'm just gonna heal Kalen. For level three cure wounds. That is 21 hit points. Galen, you feel a lot better. 21 hit points back to you. Nice. And I think... Just jump check in. Yeah, I think that... Yeah. That's it for me. That other spine devil was turned into ash. Galen, you're up. Okay. Seeing the Aaron Yes in the distance, Kaylin's gonna be a little intrigued and wanting to test out this new power. And she, so she draws energy from her uh, crystalline chronicle spell focus and draws her fingers, draws her hands through the air, and a beam of deep green energy fires off from her, the tip of her finger. I'm scared. I, I want to save. Yeah, you get a con save. But I am. Natural one. That would be 70 necrotic damage. Ow! Ow! <laughs> Fuck. I'm pretty sure she's not going to have resistance necrotic. Oh, God, it hurts. <laughs> oh, she does not. Yeah. Finger of death. <laughs> Yeah, you just fingered her to death. Oh, God, right? This is such a Frieza move, dude. That's harsh. <laughs> and that's my turn. Ridiculous. It hurts my feelings when you do stuff like that. All right. Jesus. Dolos, you see a ray of green energy go right through the skull of the Aranus, and she bends over. Uh, it lands on her knees, not like that. I'll just stick with what I was doing. All those hit. Everything hits. I don't see okay. anything uh, over the, under the AC. I have to move this one anyway. <laughs> Alrighty. Oh. Let me start. You know, so, first set of hits. Nine, seven, fourteen. From left to right again. Forty-one damage on 
this one. Okay, he's dead. Up, up, up. Starting this one, then second set of attacks. Another. Thirty-nine damage. He is dead as well. A, a cloud of ash is going up from Dolos. And thirty-four on this one. That one already had damage. So uh, yeah, he is dead as well. Dolos has done his job. Three for three. Like that. Aranus is going to see that tiger tear it into all her allies and is going to be like, hey, stop that. Don't you dare touch my tigers. Natural 20. Aaron Arrow nails the tiger between the eyes. How much damage? going to be 12 damage from the arrow, which then bursts into flame for an additional 2 damage. Oh, well, it's still low. Can't take Dolos down like that. Some sniper <laughs> shots. Hatred for her. Then going following uh, his commander's lead, a spine devil is going to continue the assault on poor Dolos there. Does the 22 hit Dolos? Yeah. Wow, two fours. That's 13 additional damage to... Uh, the same one you just did? Same one. Which one was that? I pulled that one. I'm sorry, no, no. no, you're not. If you're sorry, you would have done it. Quincy, you're up. All right, the one that is in front of me, I'm going to swipe at it with my tail because that's really the only thing I can do. Tail attack. Your character wiggles its tail and the defense goes up. Both of those are going to hit. I'm going to use my um, Infectious Fury again on this guy. Okay, I get another save, right? Yes, it's going to be a um, wisdom saving. Yeah, still wisdom. Rolled high. <laughs> uh, that's going to be a uh, 21. Well, that's going to be a pass. Fuck yeah. Does that half damage or none? It, it, let, let, me, let, me, let me see. Let me see. Um... No, it does nothing. Got it, no all effect. right. All right, I got some text roll for these three spine devils here. We'll say that back. this one's going to move up. It's going to sidestep Clementine. He knows better now. 
<laughs> and the two foot chunk of armor might not be the best thing. Two feet high and two feet thick. Yep. Caitlin, oh, you got 24 and a 25. Oh, no, 23 and a 24 coming in on you. Uh, I'll use shield to block the 23, but the 24 will still hit. Got it? It's going to be 14 damage. Piercing from these goddamn prickly bastards. And then I don't think any of those are going to hit you, sir. No, that would not have the 23 didn't hit. All right, yep, that's the end of the Spine Devil's turn. Coming back to uh, Aslipius. So is... I'm sorry, what was that? Is the lady who shot my tiger still alive? She is. She has, uh, she has taken a lot of damage from one of your party members, but she is alive. Cool. I need a con. Oh god, I'm scared. Devils don't do well with radiant damage. <laughs> a two? A two. When I needed to roll high again. Okay, that's not uh, fair. Fuck off, please. Oh god, that's, uh, that would be a six total, man. Now as long as she stays in there, she's blinded as well. Uh, there are quite a few effects to that. Let me actually read them off for you. Uh... I need to know whether or not she's still held by the uh, the entangling earthbind. Yes, thank you. Yeah, unless she makes another strength on her turn. She did not roll that. But yeah, uh... As long as she's in that little 60-foot line, she's going to be blinded. I'm going to say that she was just barely, because she just met the save of Earthbind, she was unable to free herself from those ethereal beams of ribbons tying her and pulling her down into the river Styx. Now with the sunbeam, she's blinded and disoriented. She doesn't know which way is up and can no longer resist the Earthbind, and you guys all watch as she is sucked down into the river Styx. You see a moment where she gasps back up for breath, but you can already see that the river's effects have taken their effect. There's no person in that body anymore, and she forgets how to breathe and slowly sinks into the river dead. Oh no, how unfortunate. I wish I could have had a closer view of that. Dead air Quincy's gonna look on Quincy's gonna look at it and be a bit intrigued by the water and just kinda look at the the whatever it is fighting he's fighting and then look down at the water with intent in his eyes. <laughs> what are you doing there man? You getting crazy on me? Make I'm making some plans. I'm rubbing off on him. Hmm. Well, yeah, you guys uh, are out of the initiative order as you see the remaining uh, Spine Devils flee in panic as they watch their commander sink beneath the soul waves of the sticks. 
opportunity attacks? Unfortunately, no. Not on spine doubles. Can I, can I try to grab that one that's just trying to leave my area? And try to pull throw him into the river? Give me a strength check. From the oh. bar. Oh. <laughs> oh, strength or athletics? I'll accept athletics as you kind of like try and um, like Xiaolin monk one of these guys into the sticks. Oh, God. <laughs> you guys watch him get yeeted into the sticks. <laughs> Thought he was safe. Respectfully. Oof. That was excellent. Thank you, Quincy. This water's weird. You know, with that tenant, he doesn't know what it's doing. All he knows is that it kills. I love this water. Oh no. I wish I had some back then, but... Yeah, well done everybody. I was uh, successfully able to get the six all set up. You protected me, so I uh, had time to complete the demolition. Good job, everybody. And you guys uh, see the Imp Balacros slow motion walking away as you guys see this massive explosion erupt behind him. <laughs> There's a slight earth uh, quake, and you guys watch as the banks that overhung this part of the river slide in and obstruct the tributary going down off the cliff into the giant pit at which the bottom sits a green goo sea. Is it safe? You take a look over and you're like, wow, this ground sure is shaky. And then you jump off a giant boulder that rolls down into the sticks and becomes part of the uh, makeshift dam that you just made. Ah, uh, not safe, got it. <laughs> And then you look over towards the giant pit uh, that it seemed to this moment to be somewhat uh, endless and formless. But now you see, like, wow, what a clear day down here in hell. It is uh, just like this really, really deep pit. And you see uh, there's like waves that are going around in like a circular motion. And then it turns into a tidal pool, like a... Like, uh, Pirates of the Caribbean-sized tidal pool. Just this massive whirlpool going around and around and around. Is he draining the river? What? No, no. We wouldn't do that. Come on. I'm more interested. Is there any way to take some of this water river with you like i feel like a my, couple uh, of you guys have this idea like i want some river sticks water yeah <laughs> i'll pull my like water skin out and be like you know hmm? come on frosty give us the deets so watching the erinus just succumb to the mind all oh whoops to the mind-altering uh, effects of the sticks, you see that the effects were almost instantaneous, and you're not sure how much of the sticks, will, like how much of the water you would need to just completely erase someone's uh, memories, who they are, their intelligence. We got a really breakfast of champions situation here where you could just destroy their mind. Mm. 
That's the goal. Give me an intelligence roll to know how dangerous this, uh, you're playing with fire. Let's see how hot it is. <laughs> Oof. I got an 11. <laughs> you don't even need to wear a mask, bro. You got this. I'm making me a roll, too, you know. You're immune. Figure it out. Everybody, let's roll some intelligence checks. <laughs> okay. <we> go. <laughs> First nat 20. <laughs> Great roll, Quincy. So you're more, uh, well, they call themselves educated. Fwaf, fwaf, fwaf. You immediately realize that the smallest drop of the river sticks would be enough to completely erase someone. You know that you would need just a small amount to just uh, completely erase someone's memories. Like, one drop would be enough, and any more than that, you're really risking just ripping apart their eternal soul. Well, see, I guess he must have put that together when he threw the guy in the water in front of him. Yeah, there's experimentation. Piece that together. Experimentation. Hey, don't don't touch the water, at all. The question is, does the water work on the undead, since they don't have minds or souls to begin with? There is a uh, NPC that I have spun up for this particular session that is not affected by the river sticks, but it's uh, designated in their stat block, and it's very very rare. This particular demon is used as an interdimensional barge for invading parties. I want to meet the demon and enslave the demon. Well, then we should just keep moseying along, shouldn't we? So you guys look over and you see all of the green goosey get sucked down into this whirlpool the sides lowering at a drastic rate until you see a form at the bottom of this pit prone in the fetal position at first it stands up to its knees and then upright <sighs> spreads giant wings from its back and then flies directly up into the air over your oh, heads, off towards the volcano. Is that milk? I cut you off. Someone's trying to fly again. Can't have that. He flies too far away from your spell. Uh-huh, sure. <laughs> oh, yeah, Wookie. Can, can I have my creature be large? Yes. It didn't attack, it didn't attack us on sight, so it can't be too bad. Well, I guess Slippy isn't really a creature, but yeah, he's supposed to be a large. Yes. Are we... We moving forward? I pulled well, we out... We gotta go... I pulled out my tab. Now. Hold on, I gotta flip there. I, I pulled on my tab and it pulled out of the book. Uh, well, I guess there's no rest of the session. <laughs> no, fuck. <laughs> How unfortunate. You guys look down at the pit that was just full of this green goo that coagulated into a pit fiend and flew off. And down at the bottom...
There's an even thicker jelly that's blood red and black. You see down below, beneath the, on the bottom of the pit, lies a great disgusting scab the size of a large hill that rises up from a sinking swamp of blood. The domed top of uh, the alabaster temple pokes through the scab. Many black iron chains of Avernus converge on the building, attaching within the grotesque mound, pulling it down into the bloody sinew. Is that where we're supposed to go? If I recall correctly. Gives off that kind of vibe. Um, yeah, that's uh, down there, that's Bleeding Citadel, and this is as far as I go, friends. And the little snow imp does like an Olaf dance and uh, pops its carrot nose off and does it like one of those things where it bounces it off his elbow and then back onto his face. So long, it's been real. Was no one going to question how there was like a snow creature in hell? No one of the he level is from... frozen. Listen, listen, he came from a mirror. We don't question it. I mean, I will. I'm pretty sure the bottom level is frozen. So. That's not where we are. He's just from, he, I guess he's from there. Yeah. He came through a, he came from a snowland through a mirror, so. Yeah, I'm from the look. Yeah, I'm from through the looking grass, Toots. You come over to the disc. We'll show you around. Make sure you have a good time. Keep it warmed up. You know what I mean? Slippy quenches the urge to kick that thing. He looks so puntable. Look, I know you snake people, like, uh, you gotta stay warm. I wasn't trying anything, all right? You guys gotta have special uh, staying warm. It's a trouble with uh, cold-blooded you know what? I apologize. I'm gonna go before I die. You all, good luck. Uh, yeah, best of luck. Uh, salute. Hey, good, good, good luck. Mm-hmm. And he Thanks backs away help, very slowly with a lot of attention on uh, the uh, Slippius, who he clearly offended unintentionally. Slippy just glares him down. His eyes kind of dilate a bit. You see a snowman uh, sweat. <laughs> you guys, I'm going to need, as you guys make your way down this cliff face, it's like one of those, uh, if you ever seen a, a picture of uh, a mine in the Congo, it just looks like a pit in the earth, the biggest one there ever was. And you guys go down the sides. I'm gonna need a group athletics or dexterity check to get down these slippery pit walls. Athletics, you say? I don't like that. I'm not too bad at that. Man, I love wow. athletics checks. I can do backflips. Whoa. <laughs> you guys see a slippy as no root or run down the side, no problem. Kaylin, you have a little more trouble. It's like a first-time rock climber where they're just like kind of scared and they have to take breaks and stop. I'm just going to tap my staff on the ground twice and just cast Levitate on myself. Just... Yeah, you're, this is ridiculous. You Levitate on down. But where's the fun in that? I just This was more for embarrassment purposes. This was not an actual... 
So it's not for damage. Uh, it should be. And you guys find yourself at the base of this sticky syrup of blood and picking your feet up through the swamp. Your feet almost suction into the mud once more. And you try and climb up to the citadel and the scab moves. It heals over this open wound, the citadel. As you try and get up towards it, more scab forms beneath you. And before you know it, you find yourself at the cusp of a hole going down beneath the citadel. Shall we? What a citadels in the games I've been running. You guys proceed down into the hole, you shall, and you reach an intersection with uh, four different passageways. Hmm. Well, it looks like we got to split up. It was nice knowing you for the last 30 minutes. <laughs> so yeah! It seems the best course of obvi op options is obviously splitting the party. Of course. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. That's definitely the right course of action. Well, That's I'll what I was taught. <laughs> I'll take the far right. Uh, you guys decide amongst yourselves. Listen, I'll just go back the way we came and just, like, find a way through there. I mean, that's bound to be the right direction. Oh, where's the fun in that? You know, no, you just, you just gotta split the party. Yeah, split the party. How, how about I just dig my own tunnel? How about that? Sure, that'll do what do well. Yes. But I think I have something for this. Oh, well, did you look at that? It looks like I don't. Well, okay. I could technically use a spell to make a tunnel, but it doesn't seem wise. I got a shovel. I'm fine. I'm like you. I'm afraid of splitting the party. I'm just gonna gonna go here. You guys watch Slippius disappear around the corner. And as you all walk through a circular gaping wound near the top of the scab that forms a tunnel that descends down into the darkness, you arrive. Uh, the scab on one side of this narrow passageway is, is stripped away, partially revealing one of the citadel's stained glass windows. The opaque blue and yellow panes depict a contemplative face of a beautiful angel. Huh. Uh, I don't know if I'm more off-put by the fact that that is down here than everything else we've seen so far. Could be perhaps why it's being covered by the river sticks. Perhaps. Shall we find an actual door or use the window? Uh, I would prefer an actual door. I could uh, look around a bit a bit more before we jump through any windows. Yes, deeper into the maze. 
Yeah, that's a good idea. Which way are we going? Y'all gonna leave that window alone? Uh. <laughs> Fine, walk by the window. I don't care. Which way are you going? I could have my familiar fly up and look to see what's on the other side. Well, I'll have my little cute little owl fly up and look through the window. And I'll look through his eyes. So you see a stained glass window through owl eyes, so it's like way more intense. It's like a kaleidoscope of colors. It's beautiful. But uh, you don't see anything else because this window is set into the scab. You're essentially walking through a tunnel, like a vein almost, like a scab tunnel. And parts of the scab are trying to continuously grow over this window. Only reason that it has it is because it radiates some... Well, it's angelic. It's, it must be because it's got an angel on it that it's magic. It's holy. Actually, that's how that works. I don't know. So it, we can't go through it, then I'll just have him bring my familiar back and leave it alone. Beyond that. Oh, yeah, just to clarify, Wookie, I'm walking off on my own. Understood. Which way? Uh, furthest door away from the party. Okay. I'll say you just, uh, uh, put your right hand on the wall and start walking that way. Yeah, that seems about right. I have a question about your familiar. Mine? Is it a, uh, oh, yeah. good aligned creature? Um... I don't... Let me look at the spell. I don't think it. it I think probably... it's technically my alignment. So I know a lot of mages will uh, have familiars that are like a wide variety of familiars, and I know some of the familiars can be like chaotic neutral, chaotic evil. I'll say that you can go ahead and choose what your pet's alignment is, because I'm not going to say all uh, owls are the same. You know what I mean? That's just prejudice. So, yeah, we'll say that you can find an owl with the alignment that you that would match up with yours. Yeah, I mean, I magically summon him, so I would have to assume he has similar, and I can magically control him. So, um, here's my question. Did your owl touch the window while he was looking through? Sure, he, he, uh, I would say he flew up and landed on it so I could get a decent enough view. Are you good aligned? I am not good aligned. Okay, nothing happens. <laughs> that was a lot for nothing there. Okay, yeah, so yeah, he uh, perches on it, nothing happens. Uh, I'm the farthest thing from good aligned. <laughs> <laughs> Aslipius, you continue oh. around the corner and you reach a dead end. Alrighty, it's time to go back the other way and find one. We just want to go uh, point the opposite direction. Can I just cut into whatever is the you dead end? go that way? Which way? Whatever the opposite direction of the, the snake lady. Actually, Slippy is a dude. 
Snake man, whatever. Snake ombre. All right, you guys. I'll say Slippy uh, continues with her hand on the wall. With his hand on the wall, going around, he's going to head down into area... S7, while you guys have to make a choice. Do you proceed directly in front of you, past the angelic mirror, or up and to the top, uh, up and to the left? Go ahead and try and reveal those areas a little bit more for you. Is the mirror, like, opaque? I'm sorry. I, like, I, I can't really see me... through it. Ask your question about the opaqueness. I missed that. What's that? Is is the angelic window? Is it opaque or is it transparent? Like, can I look through it or not? The stained glass is very pretty, and you're able to see some figures within, but you can't quite make out what those shadowy blobs might be. There could be anything in there. You want to put your... I'm going to cast Detect Magic. Ah. You find that the window radiates an aura of abjuration magic. We're for a sword, right? Not a mirror. Correct. Perhaps we... But the sword might be on the other side. I'm gonna... In the efforts to try and use the identify spell, I'm going to touch the glass. What's your alignment? Neutral good. Nothing happens. I... I'll say that the... Uh, I'll say that the glass feels warm to the touch. Not hot, not cold, just pleasant. Now, cast identify. You know that the window is unbreakable. Oh. You also know that any good aligned creature that touches this window will receive 20 hit points, temporary hit points. Does that have to be lawful good? No, it does not. So then would I not get? All I heard was neutral. I didn't hear neutral uh, good. If you're good, okay. go ahead and take the, yeah. If you're good, go ahead and take the 20 hit temporary hit points. All right, cool. I will inform the party. We have, if you lean towards the side of favoring living or being good, in general, and I'd suggest touching the mirror. Normally I would, but I don't want to use up its power. Mm. <laughs> Ritzy's gonna walk over reluctantly and just slap his hand on the window. Just... You feel the power radiate inside you. 20 temporary hit points for you. Not really, no. No, oh, you're you're bad. Yeah. No, oh, we'll give those back. No temporary hit points for you, sir. <laughs> just go play along. Just go. Am I the only one with good in my alignment? 
Uh-oh. Well, if it makes you feel better, I got lawful in mine. Mm. Neutral. I'll touch the window and I'll cast uh, Prestidigitation on myself to uh, make a instantaneous... Oh, no. Wait. Yeah, a harmless... Like some sparks come off. Some harmless sparks. I'm like, whoa! This is crazy! <laughs> Since detect magic is still going, I'm just gonna stare on him. <laughs> So, yeah, you guys have a little bit of fun playing jokes uh, with the angelic mirror. You still have to choose which way you're going to go, left or right, or or right-right, and follow Aslipius down his direction. I'm going to follow the left wall and this way. Oh, hey, my guy. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a second. I'll follow behind. Oh, I was going to go down this big tunnel here, but it appears I'm not there. Um. Oh, no, I'm there. I'm gonna go to this tunnel. This one right here. This one looks promising. Alright, congratulations. We have successfully split the party. All avenues being explored. Yes. Yes. Amazing. Clementine Perfect. and Kalen will do you guys first, just because you guys gotta... I like mazes. <laughs> At least the healer followed the wizard. <laughs> Who needs heal? The wizard and the cleric find another intersection at which they must choose left or right. I'm going to continue following the left wall, so left. Understood. Continue to trust uh, Kaylin's judgment and follow. Aslipius and Quincy, you both emerge into a room at opposite ends and find yourselves looking across to each other and waving for a brief moment before taking the room in. Um, hi. Hello. Very interesting cave. Quite. Very homey, though. Love caves. Great. Great love caves. <laughs> Hordes of hellish flies buzz around this dark chamber, which is strewn with mutilated devil corpses, gnawed on bones. A hole in the floor reveals another dark cavern below this one. Law dictates I go that way. How, how deep is this cavern? So deep, dude. So deep? Hmm. Might as well go. Is it dark down there? Hold on, let me figure out what's in there. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> You see that there is darkness, and then further down the lair, and you see that there are several branching arc, uh, branching tunnels from the room down below the one you're in. The room you're in, hole in the floor, and the room that the hole in the floor leads to also has branching tunnels going from it. 
one of those tunnels does have a faint light coming up from uh from within. Alright. Flippy's gonna jump into the hole. I will jump into the hole. And you know, as I... What's up? What's up? What was oh, that? What's I was up? I was gonna I have I have um iron spikes and a rope. I have misty step. I'm I'm gonna go the I'm gonna go um iron spikes and a rope and just climb that down. Yep, you go ahead and do um, a rather fancy rock climbing belay setup where you have two anchor points. You put your pale, uh, pike pele in, and yep, you, you uh, give a good tug on the rope. Yeah, everything's secure, and uh, you drop down, and it's like five or six feet. Good job. Good, good. Yep. <laughs> Better safe than sorry, honestly. It was dark. You know, that'd be that'd be me in real life, honestly. Like, two feet, and I'm, I'm doing that. Dang. Okay. <laughs> Only five feet. I would have known that. I have dark vision. Yes, you would know. I have dark vision, too. I didn't think to ask. <laughs> I'm going to retrieve my spikes by reaching up and, like, just reaching over the pit, just grabbing them. You know? Uh, well, that that was embarrassing. <laughs> and Quincy, as, tricky. as you <laughs> drop down into the room, you try and pull your rope back, and you catch one of the corpses, and you pull off its legs, and four swarms of insects buzz out from oh. the corpses. Isn't that lovely? Are they dangerous? They're not dangerous to you all, uh, level 12 characters. Uh, however, it's going to hold you up for a second as you take care of them. I just got to hit it with the fireball. You guys take the required amount of time to put out the insects, but yeah, we're going to jump back over to Quincy and... Uh, Kaylin or Clementine and Kaylin. Continuing left, you reach a dead end. Is there anything here? Blood streams down from a gape in the wound, a gaping wound in the ceiling, filling a large pool that covers the floor of this chamber. A huge uh, hunk of scab floats in the blood. Um, how long have we been walking? You guys have been going down this uh, particular tunnel, I'd say two or three minutes. The air is thick. There's not a lot of airflow going through here, and you feel that you're being watched. All right, then detect magic would still be going. Is there anything in this room? You don't see any detect magic, and you kind of try and focus on the giant gape in the wall that's bleeding down, like this continuous stream of blood into the puddle, the scab puddle. I'm gonna. This tab light. I'm gonna reach down and I'm gonna uh, dip my hand into the blood. Does anything happen? Your hand goes down into the blood, and the. It, 
is thick. It's like syrupy. This isn't blood blood. This is like blood if it'd been dried for a few days. But no adverse effects other than having a bloody hand. Just other than having a near black bloody hand, like it's so red it looks like blood in the moonlight, as uh favorite psychopathic serial killer would say. Alrighty. Uh I'm doesn't seem to be much in here, maybe you think we should turn around? Did you feel a bottom? No, I didn't look for a bottom. I'll uh, stick my whole arm in. And your whole arm goes in up to the armpit. You even like struggle most of the shoulder in. A, there is, it's a deep bottom if it's down there. You're gonna have to dive in to really check. Well, it's deeper than my arm length. Want any? You think I should check deeper? I don't mind. Could send your familiar in. I'm not quite sure how well an owl will do in this thick of blood. That's reasonable. You know. There's no time like the present. I'll take a couple step backs and I'll run and I'll, I'll cannonball into the blood. Sprays all over the walls and your friends completely doused in black blood. Um, you go all the way down. You don't touch the bottom as you like push up, giving you a moment of panic because it's like really thick, thick blood. It's hard to swim in and it takes you like a few breathless moments to get back up to the top. <gasps> I think this is a dead end. And probably more sense, more than one meaning. Probably. And when you say dead end, you see the... Oh, it's almost like something's grabbing on, invisible to the ends of the walls. These impressions, footprints, handholds, handprints in the sides of the wall suddenly starts stepping towards you as three Bulgara appear. Three. Three what? Five. And they're giant monkeys. That's, uh, that's not good. <laughs> they even all fit in here? <laughs> Seems like they tore that chunk in the ceiling to lure in prey to their trap. Everybody roll initiative. Well, just you two, actually. <laughs> Listen, I think they're safe. One of them's definitely going to survive. At least one. Yeah, At least one. Ten. Probably the unhittable one. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, they're not that big, then. That seems for Oh no! Actually, I think that's a pretty good spot to take our break. Uh, yeah, let's take five, a uh, little combat prep, and then we'll come on back to it in uh, uno momento. Fritos. Hey.
Taco break to get some tacos. Be back in five. I don't think I can go me out here. 
Uh oh. Looks like we're getting punched a couple of times. Nah. Nah. They're, they're friendly. They want to be. Uh, they want you to subscribe to their newsletter. Hmm. Oh yeah. They're trying to reach out to you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> Even though you don't own a car. You will. You're, they got a great deal for you. You don't want to miss out. They met a Nigerian prince who wants to send me a million dollars. And I need to send him 20,000 first. Well, that's real. So we're going to we're gonna come back to that in a second. Um, <clears throat> Aslipias and Quincy, you find yourselves further down into the hole over here. A little bit of light is radiating out from the room to your left. Darkness continues in both directions down two separate tunnels to your right. So is it looking like we're going to have to like go down both, or is one... How do I put this? Yeah, I, I can solve this easily. Hold up. I'm scared. You should be. Alrighty, I'm just gonna have two of Dolos's uh, tiger horns go down both tunnels. Understood. Both tunnels to the right prove to be dead ends. Dolos is able to find that both these tunnels to the right are passages to nowhere. Hmm. Are there any other passages besides these, or is this entire hole just a dead end? There is one more passage going towards some flickering faint light. The oh, only well, one remaining in this hole. Alright, I guess that's the obvious way to go. The tunnel height narrows to a height of two feet, making it very difficult for Aslipius to get through. Aslipius is going to cast Polymorph on himself and just make himself smaller. And Dolos was already pretty short, so. Alright, yeah, you were able to shrink down and get through it. Very Alice in Wonderland uh, through Looking Glass situation here. Quincy's going to shove his spear and his, long, and his great sword into his bag of holds and try to squeeze through there as best as he can. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you want a polymorph too? Yeah, he's fine. He's no, I'm fine. I grew up in caves. I like it. Nice but and cozy. You're not two feet tall. He gets on his hands and knees. I want to tell you. Yeah, Slippy's gonna cast polymorph on. <laughs> oh god. Quincy, what do you turn him into? Just a smaller version of himself. 
Understood. And Quincy, as you be, uh, as you get onto your knees and try and crawl through the passageway, it suddenly it suddenly grows around you. Very Alice in Wonderland. And you guys peer down this twenty foot wide chamber, and you see that the floor of this dark cyst is strewn with bones and dotted with weeping sores. Shallow niches gouge into the scabby walls, hold an assortment of stoppered flasks, polished black orbs, humanoid skulls, and other curios. This looks fun. You guys kind of part through this makeshift, um, you would call it like one of those bead doors, but it's made with a bunch of little finger bones. And you see on the mat as you step over it, it says, Welcome to Yiggle Blights. I mean, it's no Gilmore's, but... And it is no Gilmore's. None of the usual luxuries that you'd see at his one of wonder one of his wonderful establishments. You see uh, furniture made out of stitched flesh and bones and sinew. You see like a luxurious black gem-shaped uh, head. Interesting fellow. But you uh, see that it is empty. Does it look like there's been anyone here in the past, you know, couple of days, I guess? You mean like a, uh, maybe like a survival check? Oh no, one of the few things I. Not good at. It's, um, you wouldn't call it clean, but it is maintained. Good enough. Quincy's gonna call out into it, just big old, big old hearty. Hello? Anyone there? No response. Well, that's rude. You do feel a tremble go throughout the entire scab. You almost get thrown into the walls, which you're already, like, pretty close to, so just kind of put a hand out, but there is, like, a tremor that reverberates through this, your body and this entire structure. Uh, can we go any further inside, or is this another dead end? All the passages down in this hole have been uh, dead ends. It seems like this lair was the uh, only thing down here with anything in here. Uh, give me a perception check as you guys uh, continue to give this a hack uh, once over before you head out. Wow, that's high. Immediately, your eye comes uh, slippy to three polished obsidian orbs. So he's gonna like walk over to him, like, 
pat one with his tail. Nothing happens. They just seem very valuable and cool. He's going to pick them up. I go ahead and put uh, three pound uh, obsidian orbs, 100 gold piece each. Uh, they were merely valuables. And I'll say, Quincy, you notice um, Yiggle Blight might be a bit of a magic weaver. You see a lot of these different vials and test tubes and uh, jugs all over the place. But a few of them are, well, they seem like they're important because they're glowing ominously. Can I try to figure out what the glowing ones do? Yeah, it looks like a collection of these six different vials. Wouldn't be too much problem to take with you. However, it, it, oh boy, who knows what's in here? A nature check would, uh, figure that out. Nature check. Ah, wonderful. Good, yeah, it might be something. <laughs> yes, uh, absolutely. You see oh, definitely it. something. Very, <laughs> very intriguing. No, I know I... exactly what these are. Just gonna put them <laughs> right in, into the bag of holding. You don't. a second thought. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. You know that he is putting uh, these single doses of poison into his bag of holding. You see uh, that they're all poisons, different kinds of poisons. Well, <laughs> you see uh, malice. You see oil of tangent, topor. You see a lot of poisons in there. I'll DM oh. those. Okay, uh... I'm sure Monk already had poison. He said he knows what they are. Who am I to doubt him? Fine. Fine. Completely it's funny. Fine. It's funny that you're here while this, uh, while this other character gets poisons in this game. <laughs> it's quite weird to be on the other side of it. And while you guys are pilfering through uh, Yiggle Blight's uh, lair, going to double check and make sure that there's nothing else here leaving behind. All right, you guys do find three soul coins. Oh, wow. We'll just move on. I think there's something else in here, but you guys hear digging sounds coming from just in front of you. Going away or towards us? It's getting a little louder. It's hard to tell. Toby's gonna like take a couple steps back. And as you take a step back, the spot where you were just standing erupts a four foot tooth. Oh no. Another moment goes by. Five, six more teeth the size of giant swords. Long swords come directly into the room. You feel like the digging you hear is turning into more of a chewing. What are you doing, Quincy? Oslipius? Does it look dangerous? The entire end of the hag's lair has turned into teeth. 
Yes, no, maybe so. Like, like, how fast is it going? <sighs> you guys, uh, you guys are instinctively have taken a step or two back. It, it's coming towards you. Is it coming towards us with malicious intent, though? Does it know we're there? <sighs> Takes another jump out of the passageway. Another five feet in front of you disappears. Can we tell what that thing is? <laughs> Give me um, a religion check. Oh. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I'm an atheist. <laughs> Oh, wait, I can still use um, no, I don't. Mm. As if he'd be any better, but... Uno momento, and... Oh, no, Dulles is all like, you want to hear about our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ? Let me tell you, I'm glad you have a moment for Jeebus. <laughs> oh, God. Dulles looks down into the maw, and beyond the teeth, he sees an entire dimension, a pocket dimension, with bubbling masses of demons. Dolos instantly recognizes the demon Krokekatok. The what now? Krokekatok is one of the favorite demon lords of Hinogu. Is like his favorite demon war dog is a big favorite demon of his. Your name shall be Croquette. I like Croquette okay. better. And as you guys start to uh, turn around and run away from the uh, rapidly dissolving tunnel that is uh, disappearing into this thing's maw, we could have seen back to Kaylin and Clementine. Tiny. So is the... I'm assuming the, there's not really anything we can do before initiative starts, right? They were invisible and laying a trap for you all, so I'm just gonna go ahead and start the initiative order because Sounds they good. rolled high on initiative. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bulgaros get three attacks. Ew. First one coming in on you, Clementine. Does a 27 hit. That's the only one that does hit you. The nat 20? Yeah, the 27 would hit. <laughs> I got a plus 7 here, so that second 19 does a 26 hit you. And that matches, so that hits. Oh, yes! Other, uh, other attacks magical? I don't think so. Okay. No, a... they're not magical. Alright, I got a I got a thing for that, so okay. we that is gonna be seven damage from the initial uh thanks to my heavy armor master, it's reduced by three. So I take five. Sounds good. Oh no. Four, right? Yeah. Four, five, six. Round seven, down, yeah. please, four. Yeah, what's the flat reduction, so I just did ah. math on Cool. And then the second one is going to come in on Galen. Oh, I didn't roll damage for that second attack, the nat 20. Let me do that. 
It's going to be 2d10. Six. So seven damage for the next attack coming in. That is uh, bludgeoning damage. Okay, reduced by three again. It was oh. part of the critical, so the reduced three would have came from the entirety of the attack. Yeah. So how much total? Uh, seven plus that six, so... That'd be 13 total, please. Yeah. Okay. That took teamwork to do math. I like us. We're uh, This is the kind of smooth brain apes I like playing with. It's good. Uh -oh. Everyone is... is uh... Okay. Let me re-roll the second attacks coming in on... Wincy. Uh, all those are going to miss. And then the last three coming in on Kalen. That one might hit you. I think a 14 is going to miss. Does a 23 hit you? Kalen, yeah. buddy, you talking? <laughs> all right. I rolled a one on the damage. Please take five bludgeoning. All right, I just took all three of their turns accidentally. One was supposed to go after you. Kaylin, go ahead. All right. Seeing all the targets just suddenly appear around us, the moment of panic, but keeps her calm and uh, swirled energy around. Initially, it looks like lightning starts to sparkle across her fingers, but then there's like a flash inside the Crystalline Chronicle and it changes from lightning to more of a essence of force energy and essentially casting chain lightning but instead of lightning damage it'll do force damage that's op as fuck do i get a save do i get a save on lightning bolt chain lightning deck save they all dive back into their hidey holes in the walls oh god no lightning ah! oh not 20 And they have plus two to dex. Yeah, the other two are going to get a ten and a five, which I was, yeah, fail horribly. And the only, the only other one just saves. Takes half damage. That's half of 24 damage on the one that saved and then 49 force damage to the rest. What was the total damage on that? So 49? Yes, 49. Got it. Okay. 24 to the one that saved. Thank you. Ow. Ow. Okay. I've got it. Yeah, they... Oh, God. They're, like, electrocuted and smoking slightly afterwards. Anything else on your turn, man? Nope. Clementide, you just see these Yubilikes get barbecued by lightning force damage. This is some emperor shit going down. Alright, I'm gonna look at Kalen and say, duck down a little bit. And I'm gonna flick the bulgurs off and I'm gonna Dimension Doris. Okay. Uh, oh 
over here. Bam, bam. You guys are out of there. They're like, ooh. They have no idea where you guys went. And you guys are out of combat. I wish I'd gotten gotten that night off before you cast your spell, but you're just too quick for me. Sorry, I wanted to hurt him a little bit before we left. Well, at least we know that way is uh, no goes. Should head off to meet up with the rest of the party, then I guess. Probably. We'll head, we'll head this way. Alright, and you guys are bobbing over here into a dead end. Head down through, through either one of these two passages and meet back up with the rest of uh, Aslipias and Quincy as they pull themselves back up using the exquisite melee rope uh, that Quincy put and uh, yeah you guys find yourselves in a bloody room with a bunch of bodies in it that is buzzing a little bit from all the corpse flies but other than that it just seems to be okay thanks at the end of the day the party came back together what up no. <laughs> don't worry about the fact that I'm completely drenched in thick viscous blood head to toe. Oh no, that's just a normal Friday. <laughs> I'm gonna use precedigitation to clean off the blood from my ropes. There's like a spray, like a dog shaking himself. The blood is gone. The walls are coated. Did you, uh, Would... find anything interesting down this way? We found some, uh, Bogoas, big, big uh, demon apes. We found a big worm. I think it was a worm. Looked like a worm. And you Might guys see the entire floor of the hole they just came up through erupts into a snout of teeth, but does not yeah, attack get... you all. It goes just like off ten feet to the side and continues going up the passageway. You guys came down. Is it blind? It is blind as hell. Oh. Well, since it's not really posing us any threat, I mean... That was the worm. <laughs> well, I think we know what uh, made these tunnels now, don't we? Oh, Are we heading uh, this way, then? Yeah. Shit, I should already know what's in there. <laughs> A bit unprepared, are we? What? DM is is the position I took, and I, I'm constantly and perpetually always unprepared? <gasps> you guys emerge back into a small... A small intersection, a small Y, and the 
maze of scab tunnels and you see ten small snarling demons covered in matted gray fur claw and bite a hole into a hard scabby floor. A demon made of shadow flies over the smaller fiends screaming at them in abyssal. I mean... Ooh, what did he say? I know abyssal. I also know abyssal. Uh, you guys, um, they actually try and just, like, they see you, and they immediately, like, uh, not immediately ignore you, but they're kind of just, like, trying to step around you, like, politely let you by. They, uh, go up to Krokotek as he, like, tries to eat through the scab and, uh, and navigate through these extremely small tunnels. He is an enormous creature. His form, his body seems to be somewhat malleable. You see, like, his mouth, his snout, everything except for his teeth are, like, bubbling. And they they seem to be, like, rising and falling. Like, they're breathing, but something within is trying to get out. And you do see the occasional, like, face or handprint or claw leg. These demons go directly up to this creature. And you see them, like, take their tools and, like, sticks and try and hack out different parts of the scab. They're trying to facilitate this creature's passage through the scab. Interesting. Excuse us, partners. Uh, yeah, sorry to be in your way. Don't mind us. We're here with the, you know, just helping out a friend. You understand? Excuse us, partners. Of course. Don't want to interrupt your work. Slippy's gonna like try to stealthily pick up one of them. You pick up one of these little Beelzebubs. He's kind of a pussy. He's got all these like zit uh, sores on him, and they kind of like bubble. They're not bubbling, but they they kind of like ooze. And uh, you know when you have like um, a cyst and it moves under the skin, it doesn't hurt, but it does have that odd sensation. That's what you feel. Um, uh, um, uh, you mind putting me down? I think uh, we, we're in a bit of a rush. We're trying to help the Krokotek. Uh, uh, no, no, I think they're nice enough fellows. Gonna let them pass. He's starting to gnaw adorably on one of your, like, uh, I guess if you picked him up, on one of your hands. But yeah, can I, can I try to fix it? You're trying to fix who? How so? Like, are they naturally all, like, pussy and, you know, messed up? Or would I know what they're supposed to look like? Give me an intelligence roll. You have seen... This will be your second Kwisat that you've seen. Uh, so, yeah, give me an intelligence roll. Oh, wait. Nope. Different character. I think they're pretty... cute. The way they are. <laughs> they're cute and like how a seahorse is cute. It's like, whoa, that's weird. Mm. And adorable. Absolutely. Cool. Oof. Kind of like cuttlefish? Will you just accept, like, history or something? So you think to yourself, and you're like, I'm a I'm doctor. 
I'm not a doctor. No, no, I am a man with a huge snake uh, tail, and I know things. And that's what you feel on the inside, and you start scrubbing this thing and trying to clean its pustules. Which you do, pop. Oh, wait, never mind. I have historical perspective. I can just use the... <laughs> I can use history anyway, with advantage. Okay, let's use a history roll with advantage. Seems appropriate to know about demonology. Okay. 24. It's a hell of a roll. Okay, so... With that, you would know that the multiple layers, the infinite layers of the abyss have bred almost an evolutionary survival of the fittest and while these pustules seem to be functional they don't seem to be like an ailment so he just has them I'm fine I'm fine hey come on let's go come on now I don't have all day for this I gotta get back with the team just gonna silently push him into my backpack continue walking Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, I think he's It's like Pokemon. Well, and that one is not going to be stealthy enough to get out. Oh, wait. Is he making the stealth or am I making the stealth? The stealth was against your passive perception. He was he's like waiting for an opportunity, but he he got a one, so I have he, an eighteen passive perception. Yeah, he <laughs> gotta work. You you see him like try and jump out of your bag and you grab him by the tail and stuff him back in there. Kinda lock down the bag. I'm gonna stare at the slippiest and like why? I mean why not? How often do you get to be in hell and you know? Pick up demons. I'd probably be a little bit more comfortable if we weren't kidnapping demons. It's not kidnapping. Likewise. At least I don't think it's kidnapping. You never know who works for who and works for who and works for who up the chain. Indeed, and I'd rather not have its friends bring that giant worm thing back this way. So if it comes with its. Mm, partial own volition, would that be fine? If it's willing to come, then whatever. Alright, Flippy's gonna take the demon out and like stare him like in the eyes. That's so dusty in there. <laughs> it's gonna be like a deep stare, almost like he's looking straight into his soul. Duh! You're gonna cast Charm Person. Duh! Do I get a save on that? I believe there is, but he'd have to get past at 18, so... Nope. He is charmed. Oh my god, he looks up at you with those big doughy eyes that shimmer just in the edge of the corner of the pupil. Uh, Slippy's gonna tell him to tell his friends that he wants to come with them. Yeah? Oh, of course. I, I actually do. That sounds like a great plan. Okay, bye. I'll be right back. He scampers off, and after 30 seconds, he really makes time. He, he jumps on back. Yeah, they didn't care. All right. I'm just going to reach down and kill him. For what? <laughs> no sense. Jump His friends didn't care. He realized as soon as the spell wore off, he'd just be more angry. 
I mean, at that point, his friends. He's not under the thing of anybody. I get to keep him, but no, you know, problems, I guess. There will be no consequences, because they did not care. Roll the hit on that, uh, shake her head and continue Nope, okay, never mind. So you guys continue. Which way, left or right, as you arrive in this passageway? Me? Does he have higher than 13 AC? I'm assuming I can't miss him. I'm gonna go left. Oh, my God. This is animal cruelty. Going left. You come to another intersection. Oh. All right, you guys kill this Quizet. I'm looking up a Quizet stat block right now. Now, I think yeah. you should let the random demons live in hell. Someone to be collecting pets. He has an AC of 13. I believe that's what you rolled. <laughs> the truth. Are you doing uh, damage? Or are you doing non-lethal damage? What are you doing? Uh, 13 to hit. <laughs> no, I'll do damage. 13 hits. Go ahead and roll uh, damage. Okay, I'm just gonna use two shocking grasps on him. Once with my action, once with my bonus action. So he takes 30 points of damage. Aslibius, you see the utter devotion in his eyes. This Kwisat, although ugly, there's an adorableness to him. And then, yeah, he's turned to ash in front of you as electricity arcs through his veins. Slippy will remember that. Stay on task. We're not here for you to collect playthings. Actually, I'm the senior here, so my opinion outweighs yours. I doubt that. It does. There's some kind of horrible curse in the air. You feel it descend upon you. That might have been the wrong enemy to make. But for now, which direction are we going? Once again, I'm going to go away from the party. <laughs> Once again, I'm going to follow the snake. <sighs> I like the barbarian. <laughs> I'm sticking with the snake. It's me and deep fucking value till we go broke, baby. <laughs> Why can I no longer reveal area? I refused. You tried pushing the right buttons? Did. I had to double click for no reason. That was weird. Mm. Aslipius and Quincy. You emerge from this scab into a room in the ceiling and drop down a good t uh, 10, 20 feet. You're able to climb down the walls of the scab, but parts of it break away and collapse down into this large room at the end of which you see brass double doors standing exposed in the wall of the scab. A relief image on the door depicts a blindfolded angel wielding a sword and carved into the door frame are beautiful gold inlaid runes. 
three goat-headed demons with barbed tails throw themselves against the door as a co- uh, as a copulant? Ape-like fiends with tusks and tiny wings kick at them, roaring commands in abyssal. What are the commands? Beat yourselves into the door. I don't care if your puddles smears onto the surface. We're getting through that. If I have to kill every single one of you. Wow, that's some aggression. It's a huge dick. Clementine and Kaylin, uh, separating from the party once more, like my favorite players. Which way are you headed? Be the south path on the map. Yeah, this way. You crawl down this tunnel at like a 45 degree angle to the left. It's down and sideways, so it's a little bit odd. And you reach this room that is about 10 feet by 10 feet, five feet of which is a ledge. You stand on this ledge and look out over onto a nine foot tall statue of a hulking biped with clawed hands and feet stands on the ground of this chamber. Three vulture-like demons and six gnolls cackle as they dance around the statue. And it's like a circle rose around the Mary, and they're all grasping hands, linked arms, dancing in a circle around and around and around. Uh, do I know what figure this is depicting the statue? You can touch me. You can feel me. Go ahead and give me an intelligence check. It's going to be a DC of 20. I'll also accept a lower history and religion roll. Oh, I'm pretty good at religion. I'm going to take a crack at it. Galen, you would know this. Immediately, you would be able to tell that this is some kind of demon monster. Horrible demon. Clementine, you recognize the jackal features, the hyena-like back. This is a depiction of a demon lord called Yinagu. God of the gnolls. Powerful demon. Alright. I say we leave them to it. They seem pretty enraptured in the revelry. They're dancing around, most of them half naked, all bulging with muscle, no muscles. Everyone's here is 18, right? Yeah. Yeah. Good. I don't need the FBI being like, oh, we, uh, you know, we saw you sexualizing minors into the pit. Oh no, it's not like you're already on the list for God knows what. Go ahead, add more. Make a record out of it. Is there any uh, 
Who else for us to go this direction? Or you this see two branching direction. passageways, both to the left and the right, from the statue. Any preference? Uh, none. I feel like perhaps the right, wait, the this path. I guess it'd probably be the left for our characters. Uh, you guys look down that path and back up to. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, due to my keen mind feature, could I figure out that that would be lead us back to the other two? With your high intelligence and, yes, using your keen mind, you calculate, like, all the math, like the Neo-Matrix goes in front of you, and you're doing math in your head, like, pencil and paper, X minus QE equals MC squared, and you're like, yes, they are right over there, and you take, like, four steps forward, and you can see through the passageway a giant snake ally and, uh, Quincy. Do we want to meet back up with them now, or...? continue exploring um it's probably safer to meet up with them now I don't want to get too sep- too much separated like we did before I can't use that spell again I can I have it but yes I believe it is wise to meet back up with the party so head on over and as you guys step into the room, you see the Nalathesni? Nalathesni. Walk forward, extend her arm, and say uh, to you all, Look, we've been here trying to open up this damnable door for an eternity, it seems. How about we work together and we put all our heads together and... We'll call a truce for the moment until we are able to get these doors open. What do you say? What language is it speaking in? Uh, she turns to you. Well, I'm speaking in common. My name is Trantalox. So you all can understand. We can parlay, not on parlor. What do you have to gain on the other side of the door? Oh, this is for research purposes solely. We were just hoping to discover why the scab would reject this place and so completely, and our research has yielded a lot of results. It's very interesting. Seems legit to me. Ariel is the uh, door made out of. Uh, what are you trying to discern about the door specifically? What it's made out of, what the wall around it is made out of, material. Like, is it stone, wood? Uh, you see that this door is made out of pure liberal hatred. Oh, no, that's Jimmy door. Flop, 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 flop. The doors to the citadel itself are massive stone objects. They seem thick and stable. 
And then can we come at it with a identify uh, detect magic? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead and uh, cast detect magic. Uh, the doors Asking. are thick uh, as okay. brass, and they're beautiful. They show like this metallic sheen that burns like an amber brown. It's quite pretty. Uh, you would realize that this beautiful structure was probably at one point in the celestial realm. You can see that the structures, the patterning of the metal inlays onto the stone and the brass doors, the reliefs of all these beautiful battle scenes and the stained glass on these parts of the citadel not covered but exposed underneath the scabbing. Mm-hmm. As I thought, this place is not from this plane. The Detect's magic spell reveals an aura of abjuration magic around the double doors. It's been quite powerful to have kept uh, these demons out for as long as it has. Well, it is from Celestia, so I imagine devil angels don't get along very well. It's too true. Um, is there like stone around it, or is it just the metal door that we can see? When you first looked at the door, you thought they were holy brass, but now you realize that is a high craftsman quality. The doors look to be instead inlaid with stone, not brass. Whoever carved these did a hell of a job. I'll look to the the demon in charge that just talked to us and say, I'm assuming you've uh, tried teleportation magic to simply bypass the door. Yes, yes, to no success. There's no way to get inside the Citadel than through these doors, and we gotta get them open. There seems to be no avenue within. I'm gonna cast Identify on the door, since I felt magic coming from it. You would Have be you able to... tried digging around? <laughs> Never mind, you go first, sorry. Yes, we've tried digging around. You see all these, these broken shovels and pickaxes? Look at my fingers, they're bloody. You see? Understandable. <laughs> we tried digging. Oh, God, these people. Have you tried pulling the door? It seems like you're doing a lot of pushing. I think, oh my God. Uh, if that is it, I'm going to shoot myself. Okay. And he, like, his shoulders go down and he puts his hand up to the door and it kind of like starts to sizzle and burn him and he pushes, no effect. Damn, oh damn, I thought that would be it. Oh. Where's that identify? Now, how many identifies do you get a day? Is that a seventh level spell? Identify is a first level spell. Damn it. What does that you identify do? It's a, uh, a ritual, so you don't need to use a spell slot. Damn it. Yeah, which is what I'm doing. Because I'm out of, technically out, but yeah, I can cast it as a ritual. After 10 minutes, I will know. Uh, choose one object that you must touch throughout the casting. It is a magic item other, or, or uh, some other magic imbued object. You learn its properties and how to use them, whether it requires a 2 minute to use, and how many charges it has, if any. 
You would know this door only opens if opened by a good aligned creature. So you guys are almost Fuxville. Almost. This spell magic has no effect. Alrighty, times change my alignment. <laughs> I just kind of smile as I turn and look at the demons. Oh, what are you smiling at, you smug son of a bitch? There's only one way to open this. And it is through that of those that are good aligned. And I believe, as far as I have discovered of my traveling companions, I am the only one capable of opening it. Thus, I suggest you play nice. Well, aren't we the special little chosen one? Well, why don't you open the door already? God! Just wanted to make sure things were clear first. You've made it exceptionally clear how much better than you all are, you goody two-shoes. All right, now. You're the best. A gobble-gobble is what it sounds like when I deep-throat you. Will you open that door, please? Okay. I'll open the door. But only enough so that I can, like, get a little look around first before... You open the door and immediately a bright white light blinds you and everyone around you, pouring through the door, massive from floor to ceiling. The momentum takes on its own force as the doors open up wide. You immediately hear the rending screams from the fiends behind you as they ignite into radiant fire. I guess that solves that problem. I wish we could do it. We had. I wish we could take this door with us. Incredibly helpful. Holy shit! I just rolled five ones. <laughs> None of us in the party are fiends, right? No. No. Nope. The bright white light burns away the blood, the grit stained in your clothes, restoring energy and bringing life to numb muscles, and the glow softens to reveal the interior of a sun-kissed cathedral. How light passes through the scab and into the stained glass windows is a mystery only magic can answer. Pillars line a path from the floor to a raised dais carved with celestial runes. Embedded in a stone atop the dais is a glowing longsword. Um, I can read Celestial. Uh, what do the runes say, if anything particular? I'm going to have to look in the back uh, 
of the venture module at the Sword of Zeriel to figure out exactly what the celestial runes mean on the sword. At this point, I would say that they mean, wow, this sword is boss as fuck. <laughs> if getting here was any indication, I don't think it would be wise for you to touch this sword. Just for the whole party. I mean, I don't know what it would do to any normal person, so... Well, I have no need for a sword, quite frankly, anyways, so... Mm. What's unfortunate is I, myself, am not trained. Well, I'm... a sword. <laughs> I'm going to touch the sword and identify it to see if it has any adverse effects to anyone not a good Alright, you go ahead and cast Identify on the sword, walking directly up to it, and as you get into distance and begin to cast Identify, you hear a fluttering just inside the doorway. Slippy! Oh, no. Slippy, it's so good to see you. Oh my god, I'm glad you're okay. I thought you died. Why are you I dying? did die. That's why I'm oh. here. So is this like Valhalla or something? No, don't be silly. I was sent back from Celestia to help you. You didn't help the first time. <laughs> she blows her trumpet. She blows her trumpet in frustration. <laughs> There is a golden holly font that greets you all with a pleasant uh, trumpeting, well, now a more uh, frustrated trumpeting. Sorry, I cut a few people this off is... there. It's a flying elephant who happened to be in the war with Zeriel, who's still loyal to Zeriel, might I add. Can they uh, do anything? Or are they just a flying elephant? Haven't seen her do anything. I'm not really sure. Is that Breath of the Wild music for the shrines? Yes, you nailed it. It seems about it. Elephant seems about as useful as this. I'm going to pull a horse with saddlebags out of my pocket. <laughs> Too small to ride. A full-sized horse. She's not full-sized. She's, you know, fun-sized. My horse is full-sized. That horse is more useful than her. <laughs> and then I'll put the horse back to my robe of useful items. <laughs> At the very least, we'll use it as of a familiar. An, an expendable. Obedient. Me too. Alright, who's identifying the Sword of Zeriel, and how close do you need to get to this the thingy to, to identify it? I need to touch it in Kaylin is. Oh, oh, you need to touch it, do you? Oh, here, oh, oh my. <laughs> no. I do not see my token. 
It's almost like you recognize this thing. This longsword once belonged to Zeriel herself, before her fall from grace. Fashioned from celestial steel, it gives off a faint glow and a hum. The weapon chooses who can attune to it and who can't. It desires a wielder who embodies bravery and heroism. It's <laughs> not me. Would have been a great time to have had Adrian. So this, oh my god, this sword has two... It's a page and a half in the back of the module, so I'll work with whoever gets it. But for now, for now, as you approach the Sword of Zeriel to identify it, all of your friends now within the cathedral. A translucent image of a woman in her 30s wearing plate armor and bearing a thin scar on her cheek appears before you. As she points towards the holophant, Lulu's eyes turn pure white. A whisper fills your ears and says, I remember. A wave of radiant energy erupts from Lulu's body and in that blinding flash, the ghostly warrior, the holophant, and the bleeding citadel disappear. Wow, it only took you, you know, two-thirds of the session. <laughs> the solace of the cathedrals were replaced by havoc. Screams of panic, acrid smoke. You stand at the edge of a small town of burning cottages, fields, and trees. A broken sign on the ground reveals the settlement's name, Ideal Glen. Shrieking townsfolk run from crackling, snarling demons and gnolls. Man, sound terrified, Wookie. Oh no! We're done for! <laughs> Did I wreck it? Is it a vision? Or is it real? How do you know if you're in an illusion or not? How would you know? Can I interact with my environment? <laughs> if I touch the ground, can I feel it? Can I touch the building next to me? You put your hands into the earth and it feels warm, gritty. You touch the wood next to you and you feel the grains inside the wood. magic still going how long does it go for 10 minutes yeah I'll say it's still going what are you trying to tell with detect magic well if this place was an illusion it would tell me I think sense the presence of magic.
Damn, I was trying to get something. You do not detect uh, what kind of what illusion is uh, school magic? What school of magic is illusion magic? Illusionary. Illusion magic. Illusion is a tongue. Cool. You, you would not detect any illusion magic. All you detect around you is this. It's like it tastes acidic. It's uh. It's like a green demonic energy around you. You sense that faint uh, abjuration, mm, evocation magic that you see people using to destroy other people's lives and bodies. All right. So this city being destroyed it is actually pretty eerily close to Clementine's backstory so I'm going to start uh, start laughing maniacally and I'm going to start casting Toll the Dead on any villages that I can see oh, oh. start running my own muck Alright, get your tokens on this one. This is going to be a battle map. You go ahead and start casting Toll the Dead on all the corpses and the different uh, necrotic demons that are running around like zombies attacking the villagers along with the demons. I'm, I'm killing villagers. I'm not killing demons. Oh, you're attacking people who are alive. I'm attacking, yeah. <laughs> You're victimizing. Oh, I mistook. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. I'm. Yeah. Oh. Slippy, you see one of your teammates just going ham into what seem to be innocent people. I am going to try to stop him. That that would be the, the lawful thing to do. Yeah, probably. Uh. Is there any certain spot on the map we should be? Directly in front of you, in this circle, you see a 30-foot tall statue of Azariel. Before she fell in her angelic form, she wears a blindfold over her eyes. How do I get my token? Should be on that track. There it is. I'm Can I tell what's wrong with my teammate? Give me a perception roll. Dang, what's up? You see that your friend, your dear adventuring pal, is I having. <laughs> your professional colleague is having a mental break. Something in his past has driven him a little mad. Her past. Emotions. Yeah. 
Calm emotions. Yeah. That might work. Mm. Yeah, that'd probably work. Looks like you get a charisma <laughs> saving throw. Okay. Uh, six. Be calm. <laughs> Slippy's just gonna like walk over to the teammate Clementine, put a hand on his shoulder. He's just gonna film this overwhelming sense of relief. Gonna like vision's gonna be clouded over, but it's gonna be like imagine a field, but it's a really nice field. There's a nice breeze, and it's just all that anger, you know, victimization. It's it's just gone. Everything's so peaceful. Clementine will drop to her knees, um, continuing to laugh, but she'll start crying and just sit there for a few moments. So you can do the awkward pat on the back. Pat, pat, there, there, and you feel deep. All these emotions are lifting. Uh, so much weight has been let off of you. When the the runes on her back grow in about four inches in all directions. Flippy stops passing her preservation. So now they would they would cover um, both arms, her back, and starting to move to the front of her body. Oh, I'm sure that's nothing to worry about. And a cautious sleep pattern. Perfectly natural. Just happens all the time. Kalen mm. has begun to just look around for reason why we're here. You Pretty see sure it. To fight demons or something. You could be onto something. Fighting demons is most likely the test that you all find yourselves in as you see a flood of people's refugees being forced from their homes by this conglomerate of demons and horrible souls. They rip open the doors, yank out everyone within, and those who aren't immediately killed flee towards you down the alley, past the statue of Zeriel, towards the temple behind you. You look up and see that this is a temple of Lanthar. A chorus of screams rises up as people, sheep, and pigs scamper through the town, chased by the demons with a lower body of a great serpent and the upper body of a six-armed knoll clutching a wicked sword in each of its clawed hands. You see this chaos around you. It's so violent, you don't know where to focus, and then you hear something even more frightening. The laughing of Ahina. A wild, hideous laughter pierces the air and cuts through the din of battle. You look over to see a giant knoll covered in matted, blood-stained fur, swinging a three-headed flail, charges out of the haze from the west, gorge rips from its red maw open into a violent laugh. Hmm. That's where we're going to end tonight, folks. Um, you want to get something in? What do you um, want, man? 
Uh, it's gonna turn towards the largest group of demons chasing people and cast gravity sinkhole. But... Oh, let's do that before we go. You're gonna try and save some folks here. Yeah. And show me on the map where gravity sinkhole's going. Well, where are, where would be the largest group chasing people? Y'all are over here. I'll go ahead and put Yinagu out. You guys see this giant knoll god with a three-headed flail coming right at you. I would say this is probably where most people are dying. Yeah. <laughs> Um, the null, oh, quotes null god. All right, so we'll go do gravity sinkhole right on him and try and suck up as many of these demon bastards as we can. And it ends a. So about. 40 feet because it's a 20 foot radius just in this in in this area understood got it gravity uh, to make a and make a constitution save A one. Beautiful. Love to see it. And any other creatures in that area also need to make the save. They'll get sucked into a demon ball up on top of each other and let out a hideous laughter. It's enjoying this, and it's lashing out at the demons around it, trying to carve through its own allies to get out of the sinkhole. Kaylin, you feel that momentary sense of calm fade as the anxiety builds back up within you as the Knoll God closes on you all. Don't do that. I worked hard for that calm emotions. And you're just gonna give me like five minutes and be like, alright, none of that. <laughs> oh God, the anxiety, it's back! You're gonna want me ready for fight with my uh, 120 dime hammer. Oh, I'm gonna kill everyone. I could hit everyone on the map. Oh no! no. As if you want to leave the fight now. Like if you just want to leave, I can get that done. It's about them. That big. Oh no! What spell? Summons dark hole. Circle of death. Ah. I'll say that since we're stopping. Yeah. But I can also, I guess, try to. I don't want to hit myself though, so I'll probably do it like this, not this way. 
All right, anybody that wants to get in on a last minute spell, on to the Noel Lord, I will allow. Slippy, I believe you were trying to cast a, a game ending spell here. Oh, I can use game ending spells? You're Holy level 13 I'm now. I'm comfortable waiting, so. His charisma. Back of the book. There's Krokek Dokak, Stat Block, who is a page. Ah, here you are. It seems that this gentleman here has an approximate uh, charisma of. Oh, just plus two. That's a surprising amount of charisma that he has. Alright, I'll take my chances with that. Alright. Does a 16 hit? 16 does not hit. Never mind then. <laughs> you guys see Slippius charge up a Kamehameha and shoot it right over his head. I mean, I guess I, guess I could One moment. hit everything. I need to figure out if that was an actual hit or if he just needed to make a save. Ah. For casting spells, I guess I'll do one. So everyone to the left, everything to the left of Quincy for 120 feet would need to make a uh, constitution saving throw. Okay, I'm only going to roll for Yunagu, the god, because that's all I care about. A five. <laughs> Damn it. That is... <laughs> circle of death for 30 basically yeah everything whatever demons are left I know that everything this way takes 32 necrotic damage god that's odd alright so that black hole that you sucked them all in you turned that into a real black hole yeah. and they all die so I, yeah I throw my arms out in this enormous circle of dark necrotic ruins fill the entire larger and larger area than I'm assuming the town. It just erupts black energy. God, I'm thinking like seven deadly sins, that fucking final boss attack. Alright, that's it for this week. Alright. Oh, yeah. Hot out there, ladies? Looking for a man who's carved out of a block of ice? You need a sex pop. Yes, sex pop is the new masculine hug carved from a block of delicious Kool-Aid ice. Delicious, nutritious, with a daily vitamin C. Get your sex pop today. Yes, a sex pop will hold you in his cool, glistening arms and pull you in close. And then when he penetrates you and comes and ejaculates, cool 
frosting that spreads throughout your whole body, cooling you in a matter of seconds. Yes, Sex Pop is the new erotic sexy popsicle that you can have sex with. Sex Pop is a rock solid, hunkable man popsicle shape. We've compressed all masculinity into a cool, refreshing popsicle. Sex Pop available now in stores for a limited time only. Sex Pop now in October. Try Cinnamon Toast Crunch Sex Pop. Shy Sex Pop available for a limited time only. Sex Pop by now. Sexy Hot Sex Pops. Buy your Sexy Hot Sex Pops. Sexy Hot Sex Popsicles today. Sex Pop. Sex Pop. Sex Pops. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, over here at Cocked Die, we are a scam. Frauds! We are complete grifters, and we admit to our deception. Here is our plan. We'll lay it out for you. We, over here at Cocked Die, plan on making cocked cells in your brain. Yes, after thousands of hours of listening to our programming, you will develop cells within your mind specifically attuned to release oxytocin whenever you are listening to our familiar voices. Yes, as our society deteriorates and we are isolated ever further into social media and siloed to be easily manipulated and controlled by the powers that be, you are vulnerable to the lack of emotions and the hormones. We exploit this critical flaw in society and flood your brain with oxytocins at regular intervals and addict you hopelessly to our programming. Yes, Cocked Die is your only friend and we will welcome you into our fold. Oxytocin available at the Cock Die store in 200 and 500 milliliter bottles. Buy your Cock Docytocin today. COVID sale, coronavirus epic blowout sale. Now selling at two times the price. Cock Die Oxytocin, we're grifters. We're, we're literally grifters. Like all podcasts, we're literally scamming. 